Gospel according to Mark, the 12th chapter. The Gospel reading is printed on the back of your bulletin, or you can follow along in your pew Bibles on page 824. Then he began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard, put a fence around it, dug a pit for the winepress, and built a watchtower. Then he leased it to the tenants and went to another country. When the season came, he sent a slave to the tenants to collect from them his share of the products of the vineyard. But they seized him and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And again, he sent another slave to them. But this one they beat over his head and insulted. Then they sent another, and that one they killed. And so it was with many others, some they beat and others they killed. He had still one other, a beloved son. Finally, he sent him to them, saying, They will respect my son. But those tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they seized him, killed him, and threw him out of the vineyard. What then will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Have you not read the scripture? The stone that the builders rejected had become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is amazing in our eyes. Then they realized what he had told this parable against them. They wanted to arrest him, but they feared the crowd. So they left him and went away. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Grace to you and peace from God, our Creator, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. So Jesus tells us another challenging parable this week. And for the people hearing it, for the people that Mark is writing to, uh, they would have heard it in a very specific way. They would hear that the landowner is God, the tenants are the religious leaders, the slaves that are sent are the prophets from the Old Testament, and the son, the beloved son that is killed, is Jesus. This is a common and historical way of interpreting this parable. The language of vineyard has long been a symbol for the promises of the Jewish covenantal community. In fact, just a few months ago, Pastor Nate sang a song about the vineyard, right? If you remember that, um, that creative sermon, that God was calling them back. Uh, and again, this theme is carried into uh, our parable for today. Mark uses the vineyard language in a new way. He uses this language to refer to qualities of life in the kingdom of God. And the people hearing this would have thought, okay, so God has left these qualities in the care of the Jewish leadership. Now, there are some problems here with this, if we just take that, if we lift all of that up from Mark's time and, and the time that Mark wrote it, and then plop it down right here in 2020. Um, first, the way that Mark relays the story implies that the Jewish people will be destroyed and the vineyard will be handed over to the people who can better take care of it, those who follow Jesus or Christians, right? And this is a problem because our Jewish brothers and sisters have a strong tradition of upholding a very legitimate faith. They haven't all been destroyed, and Christianity is not a level up from Judaism, right? And so there's some issues 
there. From my theological point of view, God's love is unconditional, and God's promises are utterly trustworthy. So if we agree with what Mark is saying, that God can destroy the tenants, then we believe that God's love is conditional, right? The tenants didn't give God what God wanted, and so they will be destroyed. We also then believe that God can break God's promises. And if that's true, then God would not truly be faithful. I believe that God is active in every situation to offer every community the optimum experience of love and blessing that is possible, given the limits of the context. So I think we have to be careful lifting all of that up from Mark's time and plopping it right here in 2020. Then there's another problem of understanding God as the landowner. In this story, the landowner builds everything and then just goes away. I just got finished saying that I believe God is active in every situation to offer every community the optimum experience of love and blessing. So if I think that's true, do I think God is an absentee landlord? One who just sets things up and then goes away? No. But we do fear that that is true, especially as we face challenging circumstances and times of social chaos and anxiety. And this is what Mark's people were dealing with as well. It was a time of social chaos. There was conflict with other Jewish people and conflict within their own households about which way was the right way. And Mark uses this parable today of these wicked tenants to assure the members of his congregation that they have a place in the vineyard following Jesus and being committed to the community of the kingdom of God. And that is the thread that I think we can pick up here today. Without leaving out our Jewish brothers and sisters or claiming destruction upon them, but by looking for where we can build up the kingdom of God, where we can tend the vineyard that has been entrusted to us. So let's explore that a little bit more. We've already talked a lot this morning about the news of COVID-19 and the quickly changing landscape around how to respond. And if we're really honest, it has us all feeling scared and anxious, maybe even chaotic. There are difficult decisions to make in all aspects of our lives, and it's hard to know who or what to trust for accurate information. And it can be tempting to operate out of fear. I will be the first to tell you that, like I told the kids, I've had a stomach ache this week. Wondering, worrying, fearing for this community of Emmanuel and our larger community. It can be tempting to operate out of this fear. Fear for ourselves, fear for our families, fear for our communities, but fear ends up dealing in death. The tenant farmers, for whatever reason, didn't feel like they could trust that landowner, and they killed the one sent to share the good news and the new understanding of God's kingdom, including God's son. But thanks be to God, death does not have the final word. Christ overcame death and the grave so that we might all have life and life that flourishes 
in the new vineyard, the vineyard that is built on this cornerstone of Christ himself. In this new vineyard, there is a place for everyone, a place where all are welcomed and none are harmed. And through our baptisms, we have been entrusted with a corner of this vineyard to tend and care for. And so how do we do that in this time, in this place, facing these unprecedented and unusual circumstances? How can we tend to life for all? And right now, it looks a little bit opposite of what we might be thinking. It looks like taking those precautions to protect the most vulnerable, the elderly, the sick, the immunocompromised. It looks like limiting our exposure to gatherings like this one. And when we do gather together, keeping a safe distance between us. It looks like not shaking hands or giving hugs or passing the peace. It looks like taking the time to wash our hands and practicing the discipline of not touching our faces. It looks like sharing our resources of food, toilet paper, and cleaning supplies. It looks like calling friends and family or starting a group text or regular video chat to stay connected when trips, special events, and regular gatherings are canceled. Because signs of God's presence and God's kingdom will not be canceled in the midst of this global crisis. There's a post going around Facebook that reminds us that conversations will not be canceled, relationships will not be canceled, laughter will not be canceled, songs will not be canceled, reading will not be canceled, self-care and care for others will not be canceled, love will not be canceled, and hope will not be canceled. So let us cling to that care for one another in ways that bring the most life to all people. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. <laughs>